Are we being witnesses for Christ? Good morning, Christian America. That's the question today. If you followed us on the Monday podcast previously, you know that we're on the theme of our responsibilities as Christian Americans, our responsibilities as elders in the communities, our responsibilities to carry on the traditions of people who came before us, the traditions and the culture and the education and the knowledge and the wisdom that scripture provides. It is our responsibility to pass it on to the next generation. How are we doing this? Are we even thinking about doing this? Uh, Are we doing it appropriately? How are we setting the example how are we passing on this message that we're called to what do we believe uh truly what do we believe because uh as someone once said show me what you do and i will show you what you believe a lot of us can talk the talk but it's very difficult to walk the walk so let's get into that this morning good morning christian america And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company. We are the Christian American Community. We are individuals that put Christ at the forefront of our lives, that seek his will, that seek his guidance, that seek his love. And most importantly, not, not most importantly, but importantly, we seek one another. We seek a community of Christian Americans, people of like minds, people who all seek the wisdom of scripture that seek god's in in uh, intervention in our lives that guide us and lead us um that's what you should be doing as a christian american as someone who believes in christ as a follower of jesus one who believes that god sent his only son to be sacrificed for us for our sins for the the betterment of humanity we are called to live a certain way. We are called to do certain things. We are called to obey the Son's commandments. Over and over in Scripture, it says that that uh, Jesus says that those who don't obey wait God's wrath. Those who cause people to stumble will be called uh, least in the kingdom. Right. So, because of that, we are called to behave certain ways. Because of our faith, we are called to bear certain fruits because it's through these fruits that will distinguish us from other people. It will distinguish believers from the unbelievers. It will distinguish the righteous from the wicked. It's how we judge intuitively as people who what, what, is the right, what is the right course of action versus the wrong course of action? What is the moral versus the immoral? What is the ethical versus the unethical? What is the legal versus the illegal? We, we make these judgments intuitively as human beings to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong. Now the question is, how do we determine that? We determine that, that right and wrong from Scripture. We determine, uh, we determine that right and wrong from the, from the revelation that Christ has given us, the wisdom within the text of this book. Knowing scripture, knowing this information, reading the words on these pages is not enough. It is simply not enough. Ours is a, is a faith that calls action. You must live out your faith. You must not just simply uh, 
uh, practice your faith or uh, learn your faith or uh, read about your faith. Yes, you're called to to learn and read about and understand your faith 100%, but, but if that's all you do, then you are incomplete. You need to be living your faith. We are called to live our faith. We are called to bear good fruits. We are called to be the light of the world. We are called to be the salt of the earth. We are called to be those uh, believers that are standing by, that are that are that are reaching and seeking and uh, chasing after what is right in this world. How to live appropriately. How to live our best lives. How to live in abundance. That Christ calls. That Christ says, "I came to give you life in abundance." Don't mistake the word abundance. The the word abundance can mean a lot. It, 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 only in our world today do we talk about money in the in the in the realm of abundance. But Christ is not saying you know money. He's just talking about the way that we live, and the way that we live should be in an abundance, an abundance that fills up your heart, that fills up your mind, that fills up your soul, uh, and live in a way that where you wake up in the morning, that you thank God for for the opportunities that he's given you, for the life that He has provided you, for the breath that he has breathed into you, and your circumstances, whatever they be, very... Uh, uh, if they're comfortable, you should give thanks. If you're going through something challenging, you should also give thanks. Give thanks that you that he has put you in a position that you can then grow strong from. When we seek Christ in everything that we do, when we seek Christ in everything that we say, when we seek Christ in our world, in the surroundings uh, of our daily lives, we see his presence, but if we're not looking, we will never see his presence. You have to look for Christ. He's there. He's always with us, but it's on us to turn towards him and recognize him when he sees us. And he, and scripture tells us bit by bit that when you do uh, the, these things to the least of these, you do them to me. When you look at your brother or sister, you see, you should see divinity in them. You should see the, the, the work and the handiwork of God in them. That is what we're called to do. When we interact with the world, you have to realize that God created this world. When we set out into it, you have to realize that God created us. He created your neighbor. He created your uh, your spouse. He created your boss. He created your employees. He created the people who deliver your mail. He created everything. And so that we should treat all of these things as we would treat Christ if he were here in front of us. It is our responsibilities as adults to conceptualize that, to understand that, to know that, but then to act on it, to be a voice, to be a witness to Christ. Are we being the witnesses that we should? Are we living the lives and being the witnesses to Christ that we should be? I, for one, could do a lot of things better. I, for one, have a long way to go to be uh, to, to where I think that I should be personally, interpersonally, spiritually, mentally, physically, all these things. I wish I could do more and say more and be more and think more. And I have work to do. Are you seeking the same? Are you seeking to be a standard bearer? Are you seeking to be the light of the world? The uh, salt of the earth? Are you seeking to bear good fruits? 
and you think to yourself, how can I do that? How can I be a better witness? How can I be a witness to God? What does that even mean? Ladies and gentlemen, when you read scripture, these things took place and we focus on the the miracles. We focus on the the, the glorification, the, the ascension into heaven, the cleansing of the leopards, the parting of the sea, the creation of the world. All of these things are mystical and magical and they 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 uh they consume a lot of the stories in scripture but the vast majority of scripture are ordinary people like you and i that are doing extraordinary things or common things that become extraordinary because of god's involvement Daniel not being eaten by the lion is simply one person refusing, refusing to betray his faith, refusing to betray what he knows to be true. He was, uh, he was backstabbed by the, by the king's uh, court and thrown into the lion's den but simply because he would not stop praying to the god that he knows exists that he believes in and because of that god delivered him from the lion's den in the same book of daniel shadrach meshach and abednego all they did was say no i'm going to stick to my faith and God delivered them from the fiery furnace. The apostles, after Jesus' resurrection, they simply did ordinary works. They built communities. They spoke to one another. They loved one another. And they listened always for God. They listened always for the coming of Jesus. They listened for his guidance. They listened for his wisdom. They listened over and over again. And because of these, uh, because of their intention, their intentionality, they were able to achieve great things. They didn't achieve great wealth. They didn't achieve great property. They didn't achieve you know, some great prestigious position. Most of them were martyred and crucified and beheaded. But they achieved great things nonetheless. And it's because they were witnesses for Christ. We are ordinary people, just as the vast majority of majority of what's in this scripture. We can achieve great, th great things. We can achieve a life of abundance. We can achieve everlasting life, Jesus says, for those that believe in Christ. But how do we do that? By being a testimony to him, by doing the right things, by setting the right example, by retelling these same stories, by passing on these stories in the community. That's what they are. These are actions that took place that someone spoke to one another and said, look, I was here on Pentecost. I was here when the apostles came out of the upper room and started speaking in tongues. 
we could understand them. And those people, those surroundings, people that surrounded that, they were able to then speak to their kin, speak to their friends, speak to the next generation to carry on the legacy of Jesus Christ. And that because these testimonies were were true, because these witnesses were real, because they didn't just take what they heard, keep it to themselves, lock themselves away in a room, because they did not do that, because they shared with one another, because they passed on the beliefs to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. So I'm asking you, ladies and gentlemen, today to make the commitment that you're going to be a, you're going to be a witness for Christ. You are going to give your testimony to those who will listen. And you can do that in a, in a variety of ways. You can talk to one another. You can uh, get on stage and speak to one another. You can stand in your church and give your testimony there. You can pick up your phone if you want to and talk into it and literally reach the people that that you know online you can create your own channel you can create your own social media you can create your own website you can do a hundred different things to spread God's message to increase him to increase him in in John uh, chapter 3 when John is confronted by his friends about the the popularity of Jesus, John says, I must decrease so that he may increase. We need to decrease our we need to decrease in our lives, our flawed nature, our anger our anxiety, our bitterness, our selfishness, our ruthlessness, our malevolence, malevolence, our self-seeking interests, our gluttonous, all of these things we need to decrease and he needs to increase. We need to spread him into the world, not ourselves into the world. We need to speak him into the world, not ourselves into the world. We are sinful creatures. He was sinless. If we want to be witnesses to Christ, we must bear fruit. We must bear good fruit. We must be the living example of what Christ calls us to be. Are we going to fail? We will. Most assuredly, we will. But we must continuously try. We must continuously attempt to go out there and spread a good message to the world. Because if we don't, if we don't pass on these tools, if we don't pass on these lessons, if we don't pass on this wisdom to the next generations, what will come of this world? What will come of this community? What will come of this nation? We will be lost. 
we will be lost like Christ says that we that we are lost sheep that we we will wander aimlessly with zero direction causing calamity wherever we go unless we want that for our children unless we want that for the next generation it's time for Christian Americans it's time for you for I for anyone who calls themselves a believer in Christ for anyone who wants to see this world be put back on the path that it should be put on one that is geared that is oriented towards Christ towards doing well towards lifting up the compassionate taking care of our brothers and our sisters and our neighbors living for one another in a, in a community if we want to see that then we're going to have to live it we're going to have to be the example we are going to have to be on the forefront of this spiritual battle and if we do that we can we can win we can defeat this non-believing secular strain on our society i truly believe that but it's on us it's on us it's on the christian american community if we don't stand strong if we don't adhere to our own ideals the ideals that god provides in scripture if we are not willing to face the fire and be that light that draws people to him then who will and with that ladies and gentlemen as always if you want to contribute to the christian american community go to christianamericantees.com that's christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up in christian american apparel that's tees tanks sweatshirts hoodies um coffee mugs iphone cases tote bags and a bunch of other christian american apparel go to christianamericantees.com when you put on a christian american tee like the one that i have out on right now and you go out into the world you go to the grocery store you go to the gym you go walk down the street you make friends believe it or not and even in this world that we live in even in this secular society that we have turned into when you wear something like this other believers other christian americans come out and shake your hand and ask you how you're doing ask you if you're having a good day tell you that you like this shirt that they like this shirt tell you that they support you and that is the beginnings of a community that is the beginning of creating bonds not around any nonsense that you can't choose but bonds in Christ and love of this country so go to christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up a christian american uh, tea for yourself also if you want to contribute to the christian american dialogue continue to comment on our post continue to like share follow um, repost, upvote, retweet, and subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America podcast on the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. So go to youtube.com and search Good Morning Christian America. Uh, recognize the logo. 
click on it, subscribe to it, hit the bell so you get notified when a new podcast comes out every Monday and Friday uh, right here. And don't miss that. And then we try to also broadcast this message on all the social media platforms that we can. So that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Parler, Twitter, as best we can. There's some limitations there. They're trying to silence us. They're trying to silence a Christian message. They're trying to silence a pro-life message. They're trying to silence a pro-family message. They're trying to silence a message of religious freedom. They're trying to silence anyone who stands up against this non-believing secular society and this way of thought. Don't let it happen to us. Don't let it happen to you. Continue to follow us. Continue to share our content. Continue to spread the message of Christ, to spread the good news instead of all that other nonsense that gets spread throughout the internet. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we're going to come to you, continue our journey down through the book of Matthew on in Matthew chapter 19. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.